Boys, we are live. This is For the North, a podcast on AFC North football. Who will become King in the North? Alright everybody, what's up? It's your boy Frank, and I wanted to let you know, like always, this episode is brought to you by our friends at VP Jerky. Are you tired of jerky that's loaded with sugar and words you can't pronounce? Of course you are. You're not the one in three Steelers. At VP Jerky, their small batch of handcrafted beef jerky is made with the highest quality beef and limited ingredients that keep you satisfied and wanting more. VP Jerky, stand out from the herd. Harrison, what? when you hear the word herd, what does that remind you of? Them boys in the in the Marshall green and white, baby. Them thunder and herd, man. Running down to the field, man. We used to have this guy, Benny. He used to own the Harley-Davidson there in Huntington. And he would ride out on his motorcycle with a buffalo head on the front. And that shit sure was pretty. Exactly. So stand out from the herd. Be like the thundering herd. Have a great time. BP Jerky. And... We're officially back. It's episode nine of For the North. It's uh, what October, like fifth, right? Yeah, yeah it's Tuesday, October fifth. It's officially week five. That means it's the three and one boys. That's right. It's Lauren HB and your boy Frank. We're the three and one boys. All three of our teams are three and one, and we're here to recap week four, pick week five, and talk shit on Jamie, who is still in the shadow realm because, sorry, Jamie, you are still one and three. Um. But before we get into the football, you know, it's been a week since we've been together. How have the boys been? What have we been up to? Anything fun uh, for you, too, as we still have Jamie in the Shadow Realm on Episode 9? Yeah, I was uh, I was in New York this past weekend. It was good, for sure. I went up there for, like, a friend's reunion, but I'm definitely tired. I was there Friday through I got back like late Sunday night and I'm I'm making it through the week, but I'm definitely tired. So it was it was a good weekend and the Browns got the dub. And honestly, we didn't even play that well, so I I'm pretty I'm pretty excited. Damn, the East Coast, we got Lauren for a weekend. We will we'll have to get him a little more south to visit up with HB and myself. That's awesome. HB, what about you, my guy? It's been good. Um, I was sick, actually, at the later half of last week. Uh, came down with a bug. Thank God it wasn't COVID. And I feel much better now, but I'm actually looking to buy myself a vehicle. So that's been quite a process, but fun at the same time. Ooh, watch out. DuPont Circle. There's Harrison be on the streets, dude. Yeah, you better Harrison watch, hide on your the kids. streets. Hide your kids. Yeah, that I guess that first half performance from the Bengals kind of got you sick. You were, you know, you couldn't really take it. All right. I know. Seriously, well, I took off work on Wednesday, and then I, I encouraged myself into going back in the office, and then uh, I screamed all Thursday night at this Bengals bar in town, and then I just had to take Friday off because I couldn't talk. <laughs> I love it. Um, awesome. I was actually, you know, I'll talk about it later. I was in Denver for the Ravens game, which when we recap the Ravens, I'm gonna. Talk about the Denver experience was cool to be out in the Rocky Mountains and experience a football game. Um, but why don't we hop into it, boys? Let's recap some week four. Um, I'm going to say best game of the weekend. Had to go with the Bengals and the Jacks. So, HB, why don't you hop into it, man? Give me a 
you know, talk about who Day Nation being three and one, but uh, maybe not as convinced as you were last week. I'm feeling. Yeah, well, I said it was going to be a close game. Um, you did. You did. You did. You know, we our, our best player uh, wasn't on on the field, and, and it's hard to win ball games when your best players on the field. Um, I think that the offense looked pretty solid. Um, I think that our coach is still a bit timid to make some serious play calls, but we're throwing the ball down the field a bit more. And I mean, obviously we didn't have T Higgins, uh, who is, you know, arguably our second best receiver right now. Um, and you know, Joey B played a perfect game threw the hell out of the ball. He had the best quarterback rating out of any quarterback, uh, this week. Uh, so that's pretty exciting stuff. Um, yeah, but our defense just needed some work. They they were running all over us. Trevor Lawrence, man, he he was having a lot of run options and, and he was running the football on us, scored a touchdown. Um, you know, it was scary being down fourteen nothing. Thank God we got that goal stop right before the half, right? Logan um, Wilson. I like Logan the ball, Wilson. Bro. He's been playing so well. He is uh first in the division in interceptions, second in the division in tackles. Uh, he's got 57 tackles so far this season. Uh, he's he's going to be a breakout candidate to be a star here pretty soon. Uh, so really looking forward to that kid. I think the defense is coming around. Uh, once we get you know more of a notice on who's practicing tomorrow with Jesse Bates, hopefully Cheeto Awuzie, and then uh, T Higgins coming back. You know we should be in decent shape to give the Packers a, a bit of a show. You know at home again. Yeah, I feel you there. Tyler Boyd, pretty big game. He had like nine catches, 11 targets. So, yeah. Tyler Boyd, fantasy owners rejoiced. Um, dude, it, you guys, I mean, you guys definitely won. But if they had scored that fourth down play right before half, I thought it was game over because there wouldn't have been enough possessions to come back from three scores. So, Logan Wilson, hell of a freaking play. Um, definitely a good game. And your boy McPherson hit, hit the walk-off. So, you got to like seeing that. Yeah, it's the second of the season. Uh, I mean, you got to be happy when, when your kicker – I mean, he missed his first ever from 44 out, and I, I wasn't too happy with him then because um, I picked him up to be my kicker in fantasy uh, just to have one Bengals player since no one will trade their Bengals player that they have to me. Uh, we can talk about Boyd maybe. But, um, yeah, I mean, it's uh, it was exciting to see that – I mean, you know, we've got three wins and two of them. He's hit the game winner, so kudos to, to Evan McPherson. Three and one with the showdown against Green Bay should be exciting. The Bengals, you know, I I don't know if it's too early to say they're for real, but they um, I think they're on people's radar, which is kind of cool. Still, I I personally am not afraid yet, but give me you know do something against the Packers, and I will definitely uh, you know, have a little warning label up in uh the Raven the Raven nest or, or whatever we would call it. Um. All right, moving on. Let's. Uh, I didn't actually see this game because I was tailgating. So, Lauren, talk to me about a low-scoring game. I actually had the over in this game, but a low-scoring 14-7 win against the Vikings on the road. Right? It was on. It was in Minnesota. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This this one was in Minnesota. A pretty big win. Yeah, pretty yeah. Big win. I think it's a great win for us, especially just because when you look at Baker's numbers. I mean, Baker was 15 for 33, so he really wasn't even playing that well. Um, Overall, you could just tell that our offense, we're still trying to figure out rhythm. There was a play in the fourth quarter. We had OBJ actually just like wide open, had beat coverage, and Baker threw it behind him. And I was like, it's like plays like that. You can tell we're trying to get timing down. But no, I think in general, some standouts is our running backs, Cream Hunt, Nick Chubb, both having relatively good games. I think Chubb had 100 yards, Cream Hunt around 70. 
Um, so that's good to see. Cream Hunt has been a beast for us this year, so I, I can't complain. Um, yeah, he's he's definitely been having a great year. And then from a wideout standpoint, nothing too impressive. I mean, Rashard Higgins, I think, was our leading uh, receiver with like 50 yards, which, I mean, isn't like anything to brag about. And then OBJ was behind him with like 30. But um, I think on the defensive end, the, the defense is going to carry us a long way this year. I just think that unit, Miles Garrett, Davion, uh, Greedy Williams, all those players, Grant Delpit, they're having a great time just like flying around. So I'm excited. And I think this win kind of goes to show that we can now get like gritty wins even when we're not playing well because we, we played poorly for sure. So I think it's a pretty big win. Obviously, the Vikings, I think, are one and two. So I'm not sure like how big of a deal that is but it's definitely a good one to build momentum yeah winning on the road too um and then you guys have a pretty big game this week against the chargers i believe um yeah. awesome brown the dog pound browns three and one i actually not i've peeked ahead a little bit to our thanksgiving sunday night football showdown if it breaks the way i think it's gonna break you guys gonna be like I think we're gonna be like nine and one, and you guys are gonna be like nine and two or ten and one. So it's gonna be, it could be I, like the game of the year, low key. I, I I hope. I mean, my my concern is we have the Chargers and then we have the Cardinals after, and honestly, the Cardinals look good. That I mean, Cardinals look great in my opinion. Um, so I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm I'm hoping we we can get a win out of these next two. I mean, I would love to take both, but um, you know, I have you winning. I think I have you going one and one in these games, and then you kind of. I don't know. You guys are going to be favored, like, in eight of your next nine, like, yeah. in my opinion. But we shall uh, – I don't know. That defense is nasty. You guys are beating up on some good offensive teams. Unlike the Bills, who everyone's acting all high and mighty about, and they beat the football team, the Dolphins without Tua, and who they beat – and the Texans, who aren't good. So, I don't know. I think your defense is better than them. Uh, all right. And I guess now it's the Ravens game. Kind of boring game, but uh, I want to, you know, give it a little bit of a storyline. We're two and one. We're feeling good, but kind of got lucky against the Lions. And we're going to Denver. Denver's historically a hard place to play. They're three and zero. This is one of the biggest games in Denver in probably like two or three years. All week they were saying this is a prove it game. Von Miller himself said that this was a playoff game. It's going to be treated like a playoff game. And everyone's talking about their defense. Well, what do the Ravens do? They come in and. They kind of stuff our run game a little bit, I, I will admit. Oh, I, we'll talk about that in a little bit as well because that's a little bit of a cont contentious subject. But what did we do when we couldn't run the ball? Lamar Jackson threw for 316 yards and a touchdown. Hawked one to Hollywood Brown in the end zone that I was sitting at. That was so sick. Browns Broncos fans were big mad when that happened because we were all calling God, and they did not like that we, you know, had like a 50 yard touchdown pass on them um in terms of the ravens though like bro we it was a vintage other than throwing the ball it was vintage ravens we controlled the clock we bullied them at the line of scrimmage had shut down d people were worried about our d but we held them to 254 yards and like 60 of them were kind of garbage time in the last minute um i was there it was pretty electric denver was a cool stadium they were pretty pumped up for a quarter uh, but it was cool to like, after the second quarter on, we low key just slowly and surely took their will away and you could kind of feel the life of the stadium just leaving till eventually like seven minutes left. All the Broncos fans left, um, because they had no shot at winning, um, which then gets me to, 
I'm sure you guys have seen it by now, but it was kind of funny topic. We think the Broncos are super soft where they were complaining that we ran the ball on the last play instead of taking a knee to tie the Steelers record of 43 straight games with 100 yards rushing. John Harbaugh said he doesn't give a shit. I don't give a shit either. I think, you know, football games are 60 minutes long. You guys were throwing, trying to throw a touchdown with 10 seconds left. Man, we got a record. We take pride in running the ball. You were probably going to say, hey, we gave it our best shot, held them under 100 yards. Well, now you can't say that, and that's probably why you're peeved. Um, what happens if Lamar gets hurt on that play, Terrence Zaysiel? We're singing, we're singing a different tune, but it didn't look like the Broncos tried. No one, I, He ran like five yards and kind of sat down. To be honest, I didn't even see the play. We intercepted that ball, and I started running around like doing the Saquon run, just being like, that's a walk-off, everybody. Kind of, you know, being disrespectful to the Broncos fans. But, dude, they one of them told me to kill myself. I was just walking to my seat, told me to kill myself. And I was like, that's not very nice, sir. But, you know, I'd expect that from a from a franchise that doesn't expect the win today. I happily walked to my seat. Um, all in all, I got to shout out my boys Blake, Hugh, and Owen for hosting me uh, this weekend. It was awesome. We went out to club. I don't even know what club it was, but it was pretty cool. Um Hazzy took us out to dinner, and it's always good to get a W on the road um, and be 3-1 and because we are the 3-1 and one boys. Um, alrighty, so that's a recap of week four. Before we do, like, MVP of the week and whatnot, I was thinking we could kind of give, like, a confidence, like, you know, meter, you know, one out of ten. Where are you with your team right now? So, HB... In terms of 1 to 10, confidence for the year, how are you feeling as a Bengals fan? We still haven't played the Ravens or the Browns yet. Um, our schedule only gets harder from here. Uh, we play Green Bay, and then we play Detroit. I'd like to go 1 and 1 um, out of that Very game. Doable. I, Very doable. I, which is doable. I, and I, I think I'm at a – well, expectations for entering the season and, and what they are now, my confidence level compared to when I projected yeah, no, no. that we use were going to win. Use your preseason. Compared to what, yeah, you know, I thought we were going to win seven games. Um, so I've got to be at a nine right now, right? Like we have shown that we can we can play a bit. Um, we haven't beat anyone substantially yet because apparently Pittsburgh is just that bad right now. Oh yeah, speaking um, of, we need to talk some shit on Jamie. Like they suck. They're so bad. Yeah, I saw them ranked today twenty seventh overall. That I mean, that's not ideal. Um, they, but I they mean, they literally can't run the fo- oh. I've got another segment that I'm going to introduce in a little bit, but they cannot run the football. It's it's absolutely mind-boggling how how uh, that how the lack of ability to run the football. Yeah, I think that we're playing a pretty banged-up Packers team, and we've had quite a bit of time to prepare since we played the Thursday game. I think that this will really be the testament. And after Week Five, if we keep it close with Green Bay, then I can give a better estimate of my confidence of moving forward with the season. So far where I stand now, you know, got to tip my hat to the team. Only one loss. And, and honestly, that, you know, that was a shitty loss that we could have easily won. Hell yeah. So you're you're at a nine. I mean, I think that makes sense. Because yeah. we were all kind of, you know. Counting us out. Yeah. We were verbally assaulting you in the summer. But, um, you know, I would say you guys have definitely – Anyone will take three and one, especially when you probably weren't expecting it. Uh, Lauren, mm. what what are you at as a Browns fan? Like one to ten, just rate your rate your squad. Um, I think I'm gonna go with a eight right now. Uh, the reason I say that, I, I feel pretty confident, especially after the win from this past week. I think once we get Jarvis back, 
that's going to be big for us. I think the biggest thing is if our offense can get going, it's it's going to be scary because I think the defense is definitely clicking right now, so I'm not really worried about that. But I'm going to go with eight just because I think if Baker can really lock in and start hitting some of his throws, um, we're definitely going to be a dangerous team moving forward. So I would say confidence is pretty high. And even with that first opening game with the Chiefs, I think we could have won that one. That could have gone either way. So we could be 4-0. We're not, but – I feel pretty confident moving forward. Yeah, for sure, especially with um, a botched punt maybe changes everything. Yeah. Um, in week one. All right, and then for me, Ravens fan, uh, I'm going to say like an 8.3. I'm feeling pretty damn good, especially considering we literally got like obliterated injury-wise. Lamar's throwing it unbelievably. The defense is starting to take shape. Again, we did play kind of a shitty – offensive squad in Denver but if we can rattle off some wins right now we have four straight home games starting with Monday night football against the Colts and then home against the Chargers if we can stack some wins it's going to be looking good and setting up a showdown like I mentioned earlier on November 28th against Lawrence Browns where I expect us both to be like 10 and 1 9 and 1 9 and 2 10 and 2 type thing so um, I'm at like an 8.3 for the Ravens. Um, all right, so that's confidence meter. The, all three of us are feeling good. How can you not be? We're three and one. Um, it's good to be three and one. It's bad to be one and three. That's why Jamie's still in the shadow realm. He's not allowed to be here right now. Um, and we're going to kind of keep it that way. Uh, segwaying. Okay, so before we do MVP of the week, I actually have a new segment. It's called Who Has More Rushing Yards Than the Pittsburgh Steelers? All right, I want to play this game with you guys. Now, how many rushing yards do the Pittsburgh Steelers have? Do you want to know? They have 221. All right, now, who do you think has more rushing yards than the Pittsburgh Steelers? Harrison, you have any guesses? I'd say... AFC Northwise. I just 20... want to do AFC, AFC Northwise. Who has more oh. rushing yards than the Pittsburgh Steelers? Joe Mixon himself. Joe Mixon. How many rushing yards does Joe Mixon have? 353. Sorry, Pittsburgh. Joe Mixon's a better rushing offense than you. Lauren. How many rushing yards, you know, who else do you think has more rushing yards than the Pittsburgh Steelers? I'm going to say Kareem Hunt. Let's see, where is Kareem Hunt? Kareem Hunt, 234. Actually, in fact, he does have more rushing yards than you, Pittsburgh Steelers. Kareem Hunt is a better rushing offense than the Pittsburgh Steelers. Lauren, anyone else do you think might have more rushing yards Chubb. than the Pittsburgh Steelers? I think Chubb. Chubb. Nick Chubb, 362 rushing yards. Also a better offense than the Pittsburgh Steelers. Hmm. And last but not least, Lamar Jackson. He has 279 rushing yards. So all in all... All three of our teams have four individual players who have more rushing yards than the Pittsburgh Steelers. Is that the reason they suck? I do not know. I think it's a cool stat that individual players are outrushing the prideful, proud Pittsburgh Steelers. Um, all right, moving on. Lauren, you got an MVP of the week, even though it was kind of a sloppy game. I feel like probably someone on the defensive side. I would say on the defensive side, I'm going to give it to... Yeah, I didn't give it to him last week. I'm going to give it to Miles Garrett. I thought he had a great game. Um, I think it's really funny that this was the first week he didn't wear a long sleeve and he got drug tested after, <laughs> so that's comical. But, um, no, I mean, he always brings energy. He gets our defense going. I think he's probably, he's the captain, really, like on the defensive end that gets everyone else just hyped up. And I was going to give it to him or Greedy Williams. But, yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll give it to Miles Garrett for this week. I thought he had a great game overall. And just week over week, he's been living up to the hype. Oh, yeah. People are saying he's front runner for um, NFL Defensive Player defensive. of the Year. Yeah. 
hopefully Lamar has something to say about that. But um, awesome MVP Miles Garrett. Miles Garrett, you've now won Unsung Hero and MVP. We're gonna get our people in contact with your people so you know that you're winning these awards because we know that you care. Um, HB. Who's the MVP? My, mine's going to go to the tight end, CJ Uzama. Two touchdowns Dude, in this game. Sick game. Put, played so well. That cutback on the first touchdown uh, was such a good play. Um, he's honestly probably the best personality on the Bengals. Such a good guy. Tore his Achilles last year on the Monday night football game. So it's a good feeling, right? He comes back, and on this Monday night, he gets two touchdowns instead and, and wins. He won MVP. Um, on the Bengals team itself, Zach Taylor gave him the game ball, so I felt like I had to give it to him as well. He had a great game. Bro, he had uh, yards after catch. Kind of, yeah. um, he was a fantasy vulture out of nowhere. He was scoring all the touchdowns. Joe Mixon did get one after they called Joe Burrow down, so I was very happy about that. Mm-hmm. Isn't Mixon kind of hurt, by the way? He's day-to-day on an ankle sprain, so low ankle sprain. Um, it's that has nothing to do with his foot that he hurt last year uh, where he had to miss 10 games or however many it was. So I think he's day-to-day. I'd be shocked if he gets the usage that he's going to be getting for the rest of the season. I think Samaj Perrine and Chris Evans are going to play a lot this upcoming game, but I'd be shocked if Joe Man Mixon doesn't want to fucking play against the Packers right now at home. So I, I think he's going to play, but just limited. Yeah, man, a chance to go four and one. You gotta go. Um, all right, Ravens MVP of the week. I mean, we didn't need Justin Tucker, so I gotta go Lamar Jackson this time. Throws for three hundred sixteen yards. Threw a dime to Hollywood. He threw another dime to Mark Andrews wide open. That got called back because of a face mask. Um, people thought that if you stopped our running game, that we were kind of you know bums and couldn't throw the ball. Well. Lamar's like 11th in passing yards right now. He leads the league in yards per completion. He's 6th in yards per attempt. He's crushing it in air yards, and we're, we're getting a lot of explosive plays. So it's got to be Lamar Jackson. We're also going to be getting Rashad Bateman back soon, hopefully. Miles Boykin, Derek Wolf, um, Deshaun Elliott, Nick Boyle, potentially Rodney Stanley. So we've got reinforcements coming back, but Lamar is the glue. That keeps us together. As long as we have the great eight, the Ravens have a chance to win. Um, We'll just go reverse order. Um, My unsung hero, I'm going to go with Tyze Bowser. He had two sacks, brought some swagger to the defense. He's playing well. Um, Honestly, the whole outside linebackers as a whole really stepped up. Odafe Owe also had a sack, but Tyze Bowser really impressed me. Um, Very good signing, four years, $23 to him retaining him so i you know props to you brother unsung hero on the florida north podcast um hb who is your unsung hero uh unsung hero um honestly probably tyler boyd you don't you really don't realize how well this guy can catch the ball and he's so strong but also he's a really good blocker like he is willing to sacrifice his body hit somebody low and uh you know, just just do whatever it takes to to will a team to win. You know, I think he had nine receptions. He just fills it up, and he's a great safety outlet for boy or for Burrow. But also, you know, he, he's not worried about how many targets he's getting or anything like that. He's just a ball player. And he's trying to win games. So, you know, his usage went up because T Higgins was out. But obviously, he's never complained once. And uh, I know I just love the way he blocks. Uh, he, he blocks like he's trying to win and like his life depended on. It. So, kudos to him. Hell yeah, man. He had a sick game last week. He um 
I came up short in fantasy, but he uh, it wasn't because of him. He balled out. Um, all right, Lauren, you have an unsung hero for the Browns for your week four showdown with the Vikings? I think my unsung hero, I'm going to give it to... I'm gonna give it. Eh, I was gonna give it to Chubb, but I'm gonna give it to Greedy Williams. Um, I'm gonna give it to Greedy All Williams. All defense for Lauren this week. Yeah, I mean, Greedy also had an interception, which I thought was pretty key for us. That was big because this was a game of like. And also, he was matched up with Justin Jefferson, who I think is an impressive receiver and does really well. So I thought he did a great job on Justin Jefferson. Like Justin Jefferson did, it, did have a touchdown, but overall, I felt like his impact was rather limited. But um. Yeah, I'm going to go with Greedy. I feel like he brings energy. We were excited when we got him, um, and he's he's been living up to it. So I'm, that's going to be my unsung hero. Awesome. Um, all right, and then I guess we'll just do it reverse order one more time. Sorry, Lauren, to put you on the spot. Mm-hmm. Who's your little boy of the week, my guy? <laughs> little boy of the week. I'm going to have to give it to – Ooh, this is a tough one. Honestly, I don't I don't think I've given it to him before, but I'm gonna go ahead and give it to him. I'm gonna give it to Baker. And the reason I give it to Baker is He was kinda shitty. <laughs> I think on for having thirty three attempts, he completed fifteen. We had no touchdown. He didn't or he didn't throw a touchdown rather. Like I don't know. I, I, I think my thing is at this point, this is what, his fourth year in the league? It's like third or fourth year in the league. I, I don't know which one, but like I just expect a bit more. And Overall, it's just like I said back to the OBJ throw. Like he he is missing guys that are wide open. Like OBJ is wide open on this play that he missed him on. And like you can even see the frustration on on OBJ's face after. It's like, and they talked about it on the sideline, but it's just things like that that I'm like, these games could be more comfortable for us, but we need Baker really to just take that leadership realm. And I mean, and I understand my expectations could could be high, but he is the number one pick in the draft. Like. Mm-hmm. Kind of comes with the territory. It, it comes yeah, with man. It. I totally agree. I mean, I as a Ravens fan, I don't mind seeing him not play that well because if you guys get a really good offense, that's a little annoying. But, um, mm-hmm. yeah, Baker, step step up your shit, bro. Number one pick. Lauren says you're not playing like it, so let's step it up, my guy. Prove it this week against the Chargers. Um, HB, do you have a little boy of the week? Anybody in particular that didn't play too well? Um... I mean, I can't do Eli Apple every week, so I'm gonna go with. Um, we don't like you, Eli Apple. Specifically, HB. I'll probably go with the guy on the other side, um, Trey Wayne's. He finally got to play for us, everybody. Trey Wayne. He got football. dusted. <laughs> he got burnt so bad in the first quarter. Uh, wasn't even close. Um, and obviously, he's getting his NFL feet back under him, right? I mean, he's been out for a year and a half. Um, but, man, I, I was really looking forward to having him coming in to start the season and, you know, have some decent corners. Um, but, I mean, he, he's got to get back into shape quick. We, we need his help. We Cornerback's the hardest position to fill in the NFL, so we need him to be ready to go. We spent enough for him. Um, you got to tackle, man. You got to tackle, and you can't get burnt deep. You're a fast guy. You can figure it out. But he'll be fine. I'm not worried about him. Yeah, man, that is tough. Let us get it. Let him get his uh, legs back. You know. Um. Okay. Cool. Little boy for the Ravens. Um. Uh oh. We got ten minutes. The Zoom warning. We got ten minutes to finish this up, boys. Okay. So we're not on Jamie's premium Zoom. So we gotta kick this into hyper gear. 
Little boy of the week for the Ravens. Um, fuck, man. This is hard because no one played that bad. I hate to do it again. I got to go Patrick Queen. He's not tackling that well. I think he's in a little bit of a rut, mental issue. Patrick Queen, step it up. Wrap up, my guy. I believe in you. You're so fast, but you don't look to be playing with confidence. Um, got to go with Patrick Queen in a tough spot because most everyone on the Ravens played well. Um, all right. Fast forwarding to the picks. Update, we actually crushed it last week. We all went a combined 13-3. and three. Lauren actually went a perfect 4-0. and oh. So updated standings. We got Lauren at 7-4-1. and one. I'm at 6-5-1. and one. And then we got HB and Jamie at 5-6-1. and one. So we're starting to improve a little bit. Lauren's taking a little bit of a lead, so I regret not going with him against the Jags. Um, but yeah, man, we, uh, we're doing pretty well, I guess, now in terms of the pick because it's heating up. And... Um, Let's see if we can pick some more. Sorry, my internet is lacking right now. Okay, we've got week five. God, this is taking forever. This is terrible radio. Anybody else got something to say before as I'm trying to pick this up? Man, I'm yeah, just sure, I can for this week. Browns, it's a big game. And I, I, I think yeah, that is a big Chargers. Game. I think we can take them. It's just... I'm not nervous. I just, I think we got it. All right. Why don't we start with that game? Okay. Perfect. So we got Browns at Chargers. The line is Chargers minus one and a half. So, Lauren, what do you think? What are you thinking for that game? That that means the Chargers to win by one and a half. By right? two, basically. Yeah, by two. I'm taking the Browns on that. I'm taking the Browns. Brown, any big key to the game? Um, I think the big key to the game. Baker's going to come out fired up after this past weekend. He's going to be fired up to actually put on a show. Um, de- de- defensively, we're going to have to do our thing, but I think more so offensively, if we can get it clicking with our wideouts, that will be the key. Because the run game, I think for us, is definitely working at this point. Um, we have two backs who are a bit different and kind of bring something different, so that's exciting. But the wideouts have to get involved a bit more so we can really propel to our fullest, fullest potential. Gotcha. So you're going Browns. Um, HB, what about you? I think the Chargers are on a roll. Um, if you watched them last night, uh, you know, besides you know that late run that the Raiders did, I, I think that, um, you know, they can outshoot anybody. Um, I, I'm going to go with the Chargers. I think that they're in serious contention to win the AFC. Awesome. Not to say the Browns aren't either, but it's, it's in – this will be a prove it game. This will be a good game. I'm uh I'm going Chargers minus one and a half as well. Although I do think there's gonna be more Browns fans and Chargers fans there. Um I do think I just don't want the Chargers coming off a loss playing Baltimore, so I hope they beat the Browns division wise and maybe they'll get caught sleeping in Baltimore next week. Um all right, next game after that, let's go with the Bengals. Are you guys hosting? Where where are you guys? Yeah, yeah. You guys are hosting, hosting the Packers. One o'clock special. The line is Green Bay. It's like minus minus three. So what are we thinking, HB? Um, damn, it's so hard, right? It's so hard because you want to you want to you know anticipate that that we can do well in this game, but I just don't see us. You know, I I give you know Vegas credit for crediting the Bengals, thinking that they're we're gonna be within three on the Packers. Um. I hate to do it to my boys. 
but I think I'm Keep going. Da- every gre- time you doubt them, they they win. So I, I think I'm them. going. I think I'm going Green Bay here. I, I just I think Aaron Rodgers on a tier. Their defense is hurt. They're banged up. So that could be one reason we could pull out this dub. And obviously, you know, Cincinnati people at Paul Brown Stadium have been showing up. Fireworks. I mean, the whole the whole zoo. It's going to be a packed house. I'm looking forward to watching this game, but I just don't see us winning this ball game. Awesome, awesome, awesome. Lauren, what are you thinking? Green Bay minus three, or can the Bengals lose by less? Bengals, taking them. Ooh, wow. Let's go, baby. Easy. Wow, Bengals plus three for Lauren. I love it. Easy. We're getting, dude. I hope you're right, like, bro. Now that we're week five, all this shit is like, we're going to have some separation. It's like a battle, dude. Our, our final record is going to be cool. It's going to be like 33 and like 26 or something. I don't know, man. Um, I'm going Green Bay minus three. That's – I just – Bengals are good, but it's A-Raj. And like my brother said, anything can happen with that man, and he seems to be slinging it. Um, last 1 o'clock game, we got Denver Broncos at the Pittsburgh Steelers. The line is Pittsburgh minus one. How are you boys feeling about that one? Broncos. No trust in Jamie's team. Broncos. Even I'm, I'm going to go Broncos as well just because their defense is so good. Um, their defense is definitely the best part of their team. And I think their offense so far has shown that they can be better than what Pittsburgh's shown so far on the floor. I mean, it's crazy that they fucking beat Buffalo in Buffalo. It's blowing my mind. That's their only win of the season. But, you know, I, I just I think Denver will, will play them pretty well. Lauren, you said Broncos as well, right? Yeah, I'm going Broncos as well, just because if if that happens, we keep Jamie in the shadow realm. But um, no, Pittsburgh's offense stinks. Denver's defense is good, seeing them up front. They know how to stop the run. Not that Pittsburgh knows how to run the ball, but I'm going Broncos minus one as well. That leads us to our final game. I'm going to be there like I'm almost at all Ravens games. Monday Night Football, a little bit of a snoozer, to be honest. Colts at Ravens. Ravens get a touchdown. Um, I'm going Ravens minus seven for two reasons. One, I think we're better. Um, and then this is kind of like two coupled reasons. It's their third straight home or third straight away game. It's the Ravens first home game in three weeks. We're going to be fired up. It's under the lights. I see it actually getting low key out of hand Ravens by about 13. What about you, Harrison? I'm kind of annoyed at how many fucking primetime games these Ravens get this year. I mean, it's our God third bless America. Third and five weeks, yeah. Yeah, the third Lamar and Jackson five weeks. Effect. What's going on, dude? Um, I'm picking that the Ravens are going to clap these boys. Um, I mean, Carson Wentz is running around on two bad ankles. I don't know how that happens. I don't know, you know, how are you playing football? And you know, usually when you've got a twisted ankle, if you're an athlete, you know that you kind of favor one side well how do you favor a side if both of your ankles are broke i don't know if he got crossed up or what happened to him but my goodness man he's got to get himself in check or put their backup in i don't even know who their backup is but i mean two twisted ankles my goodness son you gotta figure it out now you're an nfl player you've been called out carson wentz that means you've been called out angelo brutico he's a bomb he's a scrub he's about to get embarrassed on national tv by lamar and the boys who you got lauren for this final pick of Episode nine of For the North. The Ravens, they're going to handle business. Just simply. Dude, I, dude, I'm telling you, we sustained this hard stretch. It was three of four on the road to start out. All these injuries. We're getting the boys back. Lamar's slinging it. I'm telling you, we got four straight home games. Do not be surprised if we get through November or through October and we're six and one looking pretty. 
Um, all right, so those are the picks. Current standings, Lauren is in first place. A little quiet on the pod, but maybe he's maybe he's just studying the whole time on these picks. He knows what he's doing. Um, yeah, it was a good episode. HB, do you want to introduce Jamie? Do you, you you did it so well last time. You want to give Jamie his little sorry, sad time Jamie intro? Yeah, sure. And I'm honestly willing to let him in if they lose again. I feel like two two episodes away, like we got to bring him back, and and just because. Half the reason I'm doing this pod is so I can talk shit. And it's time to talk shit. Some serious shit to that guy who's uh, waiting in, in the cupboard, uh, Mr. Willock. Um, Mr. Jamie Williamson Willock. Um, your, team's, your team's been cheeks, my friend. Um, that line's been a serious issue. We knew it was coming, man. It was a tropical storm of brewing there in Steeltown. And unfortunately, you boys uh, didn't prepare. You know, you didn't put up your shelters, and uh, there's now there's a shelter in place because you guys are a shit show just waiting to happen, man. And um, looking forward to uh, having you guys come back to Cincinnati. And here is Sad Time with Jamie as a 1-3 Steelers fan. Hello, hello. It's me again. It's uh, Sad Boy Jamie time. The Steelers have lost once again. I'm beginning to think that Mac doesn't want me on the pod anymore, and apparently I can't come back on the pod until the Steelers win. Uh, I think this might be the week that the Steelers win. We're playing the Denver, uh, you know, the Broncos, and, uh, you know, I feel pretty good about this one. The Steelers don't lose a lot of games in a row. They've already lost three in a row. Can't see them losing four in a row. We'll get to that. We'll get to that. Let's talk about the game. Let's talk about, oh, the Packers game. I wasn't thrilled how that one went. Um, we had glimpses of having a good uh, first half. Um, you know, I'm just frustrated. I'm pretty frustrated. Our offense uh, looks pretty awful. It's looked awful since Haley left. I don't think there is a connection with Tomlin, the defensive coordinator, or offensive coordinator, maybe even the defensive coordinator. Maybe he doesn't want to be a coach for our team anymore. Um, but I saw that after we didn't convert on a fourth down play, I think we didn't convert maybe like three fourth down plays throughout the entire game, which is unacceptable. But he looked up to the offensive coordinator up in the booth at the top level of the stadium, and it seemed like he wasn't particularly happy with an out route that we had to Najee, which is just, I mean, I talked about it in the last podcast. Like if I see another pass beyond the line of scrimmage we're just going to continue losing ball games and i guess guess that's just what might happen and might continue to happen going forward um there was a little sequence where aaron looked over to mike tomlin they gave a little look and you know i could actually see aaron Rodgers going to the steelers i think that'd be great i think he's got as much time that tom has left in the league maybe a little bit more. He's 38, Tom is 44, still looking younger than ever. I think he likes Pittsburgh. I think he's like a blue-collar guy through and through. You know, like he likes maybe not IPAs, but Pilsners, like, you know, light beer. I could see him sucking down beer in, in like a rundown bar in Pittsburgh. Like, you know, all the blue-collar people that live there, I can say that because, my family's from Pittsburgh. Um, I feel like Tomlin's got to be getting tired of 
his team playing like this. I know that Najee must be. I know that Juju must be. Uh, I don't think those balls that were thrown to Juju had been his fault. I think Ben just can't pass the pigskin anymore, and when he does, he just throws it too damn hard. Um, I'm all in favor of Mason coming off the bench and leading our troops because I feel like at least he can throw a better ball than Ben. Uh, my MVP for the week is actually Aaron Rodgers. My unsung hero is Aaron Rodgers because I think he's going to be coming to the best franchise in the NFL pretty soon. Uh, my little boy is Ben. I'm, I'm just strictly talking about the QBs this week. Um, you know, let's get a handsome guy beyond the line of scrimmage. Like, let's get Aaron Rodgers or Mason. They're both pretty handsome men, and I think we need a handsome guy delivering the football in Pittsburgh. Um, you know, Tom worked out for the Patriots. He's working out for the Bucks. He just happens to be, you know, a drop-dead gorgeous guy with a new clothing line. Um, in terms of picks, I think the Colts cover the spread against the Ravens. I think the Packers minus three over the Cincinnati Bungles. I think the Chargers minus two over the Browns. I think the Chargers are pretty damn good this year. I think the Super Bowl might come out of L.A., whether it be the Chargers or the Rams. And I hope so. It would be cool for a team to win in their own dome. Uh, Steelers minus one of the Broncos. Two and three is not that bad. I think we'll be above 500 pretty soon. Um, I got to call my grandma. Um, I haven't called her in a while. And she seems to be my Steelers good luck charm. She loves the Steelers. She watches every game. She gets super excited throughout the entire year. Even if we're down. Um, like any Pittsburgh Steelers fan, like she's pretty down about the team right now, but it doesn't mean I can't call her to rewrite the season. Um, once I do, I think we're going to start winning ball games. I'm just going to keep this short and sweet. I don't think the rest of the crew talking shit about the Steelers posting things on our Instagram page is great because, you know, we're, we're not a, we're not a Bengals or a Ravens. Uh, podcast we are or even you know a Browns podcast we're we're a Steelers podcast and so I'm just gonna leave it like like it is there we're gonna win the north we're, there's only been four games throughout the entire season and off uh off Harrison's dismay I'm not worried at all